0: Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering. One bank teller instead of the usual five. Slow, fast food lines. Simply not enough staff. Grandma's Office Catering avoided the mass exodus with respect, appreciation, better wages, and now health insurance. That's how Grandma continues to wow. Grandmascatering.com.
1: This is Kansas City Today. I'm Lisa Rodriguez, in for Nomi Nugia Dean. Today is Tuesday, June 28th. Coming up, what does the end of Roe v. Wade mean for Kansas? But first, some headlines. Multiple people are dead and at least 50 are injured following an Amtrak train derailment in Menden in northern Missouri. The train left Kansas City around 11 a.m. yesterday and derailed in Menden at about 12.45 p.m. Lieutenant Eric Brown of the Missouri Highway Patrol says the train hit a dump truck at a railroad crossing.
0: It's an uncontrolled crossbuck intersection on a gravel road, uh, so no lights, no electronic control devices, things such as that. Uh, a lot of your rural intersections are that way, yes.
1: Amtrak says eight train cars and two locomotives derailed. About 240 passengers and about 10 crew were aboard. The Southwest Chief train was heading from Los Angeles to Chicago. Patients were taken to hospitals in Kansas City and Columbia. It was the second time an Amtrak train has hit a passenger vehicle in two days. On Sunday, a train hit a car in rural California, killing three people and injuring two. You can find updates on this developing story at KCUR.org. Missouri Governor Mike Parson signed a bill yesterday increasing the minimum funding requirement for the Kansas City Police Department. KCUR's Salisa Kalakal has more. Since the 1950s, state law has required the city to provide a minimum of 20% of its general fund to the KCPD. This bill now raises that requirement to 25%. The issue will now go before voters in November for approval. Parsons says he hopes the bill will put more officers on the streets.
0: You've got to have police officers on the ground every day. And I will tell you, my belief is we've got to have more police officers, not less, in the state of Missouri.
1: Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas said in response that he will take the bill to court. COVID-19 community levels are now high in Jackson County, and Kansas City municipal courts are requiring masks in response. KCUR's Savannah Holly has more. The CDC marked COVID community levels in Jackson County as high based on the overall number of new cases, hospital admissions, and the percentage of staffed inpatient beds. The surrounding Missouri counties are medium-risk. Kansas City, Missouri's municipal courts will require masks and temperature screening until July 3rd due to the high levels of transmission. Jackson County had 381 cases in the last seven days, according to Missouri's Department of Health. Meanwhile, Johnson County and Wyandotte County continue to have low community levels. Cases are not nearly as high as they were during the Delta and Omicron surges. Abortion is now illegal in Missouri, following a trigger law that took effect on Friday after the overturning of Roe v. Wade. In Kansas, it's still legal for now. In an election on August 2nd, voters will decide whether to remove the right to an abortion from the Kansas Constitution, which will create an opportunity for the state legislature to ban abortion. Danielle Underwood is the spokesperson for the Value Them Both Coalition and Kansans for Life two groups that oppose abortion rights and are campaigning for the constitutional amendment. She joined KCUR Steve Kraske on Up to Date to talk about what's next.
0: Just how big a day for the anti-abortion movement was Friday, both for the movement nationally and back here in Kansas?
2: I would say, you know, we, we saw so much um, response from both sides um, um, after that decision was released. But here in Kansas, the tone has been pretty different because we know for most states, the U.S. Supreme Court returned the people's ability to come to consensus on abortion limits on a state-by-state basis, but not here in Kansas, because we have seven Kansas justices that caused all of Kansas's existing abortion laws to become presumed unconstitutional in 2019 and created an unlimited abortion industry in Kansas. But the court should not get a final say on abortion. Kansas should. We need to restore our state constitution and democracy.
0: And and that's what's going to happen in August, right? That's what the vote in in August is all about, correct?
2: Exactly. So really that decision just made the coming vote on August 2nd about the values in both amendments that much more important. We have to decide it as a state, whether or not the people's voices should be heard in this discussion, or whether unelected judges are going to be able to decide this for the rest of us. You
0: know, Danielle, you have made it clear that you want safety and regulation of the abortion industry uh, here in Kansas. What specifically are you looking for?
2: Well, the first thing we need to do is restore our laws that were already overturned that um, provided for basic sanitation and safety standards and inspections for abortion facilities. That was struck down in December specifically and directly due to the HODES ruling that was against the Supreme Court ruling that was issued in 2019. We're going to need to restore that to have basic protections for women who are entering facilities, regardless of what a woman chooses to do. That is a very basic protection that Cantons believe in and pass on a bipartisan basis. We want to make sure that we are able to have those kinds of protections for women in our state.
0: Help me understand this, though. If the amendment in August passes and lawmakers once again have the ability to regulate abortion in the state of Kansas, wouldn't the likely outcome going forward be that lawmakers would vote to ban abortion outright like it's been banned outright in many other states?
2: We know that Kansans are very common sense people and that we are. We believe in reasonable limitations on the abortion industry. That Everyone needs to understand that on August 2nd, Kansans have two choices. We are either going to say yes or no, and that if you're in favor of unlimited abortion and you're fine with abortion facilities with no inspection, sanitation, and safety standards that were struck down in 2021, that you would want to vote no. And anyone else, anyone who believes in reasonable limits on abortion, that we can reach through consensus and the democratic process, for example, um, our um, parental um, consent for for young girls who enter an abortion facility, Kansas agree uh, very broadly that no fourteen year old girl, girl should be dropped off at an abortion clinic without her parents ever knowing that she needs that involvement with her parents in that very um, momentous decision. Those kinds of things, you know, our ban on taxpayer funding of abortion at the state level for our state taxes, we want to make sure that. that people know that you want to vote yes if you believe that state taxes should not be funding abortion.
0: But just to be clear, and, does a vote yes for this amendment ultimately mean that abortion will be banned in the state of Kansas? Is that inevitable if that amendment passes?
2: There is nothing inevitable in the democratic process. The whole democratic process is reaching consensus as a state and trying to decide where what does our state believe? What do the people here believe is the right approach to the discussion of abortion. Daniel,
0: do you want to so, see abortion banned outright in Kansas?
2: This is not a discussion that we can even get to. We have to first decide whether or not the people have any ability to pass asking. I'm
0: asking, kind of I'm asking you what your opinion is.
2: It doesn't really matter what my opinion is. It matters what the opinion of the people of Kansas is.
0: You know, this amendment is labeled value them both, but there are those saying that passage of this amendment and not allowing women this choice as part of their reproductive health says that you don't value them or you only value them for their ability to produce a child. What do you say to that?
2: So I think we need to just remember that, um, you know, every law Kansans have passed has included safety for the life of the mother. And we know that we have, so all of the laws that have already been passed, every single one of them were bipartisan passed. Every single one of them were supported by both Democrats and Republicans. We know that there is broad support for these very reasonable measures that we've put forward. And that's what we believe the people of Kansas deserve to have. We also know that the Kansas City Star confirmed last week that if we do not pass the values in both amendments, we'll see a 1000% increase in the number of abortions here. We will become a permanent destination state for abortions. So if we can imagine that kind of future, that would make it even more important that we would have um, clinic safety and sanitation standards to protect women who would be living here and traveling here.
1: That was Danielle Underwood of the Value Them Both Coalition and Kansans for Life. Pro-abortion rights advocates in Kansas are also gearing up for a fight. Sandy Brown leads the Kansas Abortion Fund, which gives money to people seeking abortions. She told Steve Kraske what the possible end of abortion in Kansas could mean.
0: You know, I've been a little surprised that uh, given the fact this vote in August on this very crucial amendment in Kansas is only, what, five or six weeks off now, that the level of discourse, you know, it's starting to, you know, brew out there, but it hasn't been as robust as I would have expected, given the stakes, given the uh, the Roe versus Wade ruling on Friday. Do you see it that way or am I missing something there?
3: Well, I do see it as being robust, and I think that um, – if you are more linked into the movement um, than um, listening and watching to uh, social media, then you will see that there is a uh, a it's bewildering how much is happening. And um, but
0: you have to be linked into the movement to be really <laughs> be paying attention. We're talking about the masses of Kansans who may turn up the vote in August who maybe aren't paying close attention yet.
3: Well. The information is there and it's whether or not people take the moment and look at their priorities for their state of Kansas, because I know that Kansans are reasonable people and they do not want to see, the majority of Kansans do not want to see this um, this amendment passed.
0: The polls are fairly clear on that front in terms of the state's backing of abortion rights going forward and traditionally going back decades.
3: Absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, especially when you start, when you consider that the amendment gives no exception for rape or incest. It's appalling. That is not what Kansans want. And as the the president of the Kansas Abortion Fund, I'm in discussion every day with people who just are asking, what can I do? What can I do? I want to be involved now.
0: Hmm. What is the Kansas Abortion Fund? Fill us in on that.
3: I will. The Kansas Abortion Fund is a nonprofit, and we are an affiliate of the of NNAF, the National Network of Abortion Funds. Um, we are our own five hundred one c three since nineteen ninety six. We basically work in concert um, with the clinics in Kansas who provide abortion care. That would be Planned Parenthood, Trust Women Center for Women's Health, right? And um, we. In our in our history, uh, we have provided funding for over six thousand people. Last year alone, three hundred and ninety-one, and already this year, two hundred and sixty-two.
0: Funding for what exactly?
3: For the procedure, Mm -hmm. we actually fund for the abortion. We assist in the funding.
0: To what extent will your work now, your work now expand if this amendment passes in August? Will your uh, group be uh, helping uh, pay for women to go out of state to receive the procedure?
3: Oh man, it's that's a that's a good question. So uh, I should back up for a moment and tell you that the Kansas Abortion Fund is six people, and we're all volunteers. Mm. Um, I'm retired, a retired physical therapist, and. Um, I'm working a lot right now. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: so um,
0: you only have means of uh, limited means, it sounds like.
3: Ex- everybody has so much time on their p- and so much on their plate simultaneously. So to answer your question, um, we are looking at that. We are looking at what they call practical support. Mm-hmm. That means transportation, lodging, gas, child care. We are looking at that. but right now, We don't have the capacity, but we are trying to create and seeing where we can fit in with practical support. And
0: this is difficult. NPR had a story this morning talking about the cost per woman uh, who would have to travel out of state. We're looking at several thousand dollars potentially.
3: Yes. And uh, I heard that as I was driving in from Lawrence. And actually, uh, a first trimester abortion in Kansas is not $500, it's $750. Hmm. And um, so that anti- goes up. So many people are coming into Kansas now for the procedure for the abortion that even Kansas will now have to seek care out of state. As long as they're a Kansas resident and as long as they are eligible for funding from um, a national organization, we will give. It doesn't matter where they will go, Mm -hmm. which state. Our
1: fund, the Kansas Abortion Fund, will help pay for their abortion. That was Sandy Brown of the Kansas Abortion Fund and KCUR Steve Kraske. You can hear Up to Date's entire show about abortion rights in Kansas and Missouri at KCUR.org. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Lisa Rodriguez. This podcast is produced by Trevor Grandin, Byron Love, and KCUR Studios, and edited by me and Gabe Rosenberg. You can find more local news from Kansas City's NPR station at kcur.org, where you can also hear our live stream. Tomorrow, we'll take a look at the state of Kansas City's sidewalks. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon.
2: Blue singer Julia Lee was Kansas City's most popular entertainer for three decades.
3: Did you ever, did you ever love a man?
0: Julia was just a force of nature.
3: Hear him say.
2: The making of a Kansas City darling. Check it out on the podcast A People's History of Kansas City.